Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. taught me everything i know the podcast for musical theater lovers by musical theater lovers we are talking about an excellent show today but before we get into it it's me kb i'm gonna be your host and joining me on screen today via zoom is julie oh hello hello hi julie and miranda hi i'm here too hi miranda how are you guys going I'm real good, thanks. I've got a large gin and tonic. I'm having a jolly night. Great. Amazing. <laughs> but we are not the only ones here. We also have Kieran back for Hello. another go. Yeah. Hello. Welcome back, dude. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Anytime. We said it last time. We'll say it again. I'm pretty sure last time Kieran <laughs> was on, he won the prize for the most prepared guest we've ever had. Um, so I'm really yeah. looking forward to the <laughs> And today he will, and... will reclaim the prize. That I, was, uh... I, I take, I've taken it down a notch. I'm trying to go for a little bit more easygoing. Oh, yeah, All right, good luck with just that. a casual Just seven pages of notes. casual Kieran today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be great, no matter what. Now, this is only your second time on the podcast, so we have to redo the Get to Know You quiz, even though you really only mm. took it a few months ago. Um, but that's just, like, tradition, so we're going to stick to it. Tradition. Um, okay. Getting to know Maybe you. There you go, I did the song, sorry. <laughs> Maybe your answers have changed. You got a little bit of a super brassy getting to know you, and we'll just launch straight into it. Um, Karen. Is it the same musical characters that other people would compare you to? Um, I, I did try to come up with other options. Yay! Um, <laughs> Again, still um, the most prepared guest we've ever had. <laughs> um, I realised that I genuinely get, uh, have people said, you remind me of, mm-hmm. Oaken from Frozen. Oh, yeah! Uh, That's amazing! <laughs> I, I've actually got that a few times. I think it's just that I have a beard and I'm a large man, but um, it's, yeah, I get that quite a bit. I mean, he's great. I'm so. Googling it now. Now to see if you it's do delightful. in fact there's a new um there's a new frozen short uh, about the snowman that features that character Karen so you know yes you're gonna get that more now <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get that work yeah maybe, maybe. <laughs> oh you just maybe have to like decide. shave the middle of your beard out and you're good to go it's a strong look I'll consider it <laughs> Send us pictures when it happens. Um, Is this a character you would like to be compared to? I'm quite happy to be compared to him. He seems nice and jolly. Um, I'm not always jolly or nice. Um, Yeah, I'll take it. I'm on board with it. I'm still sticking with Shrek from last time as well. Nice. Good one. It's fair. Um, (laughs) If they were to put him into Frozen 2 the musical, would he become one of your dream roles? Uh, He has a song in Frozen the musical. I don't think I've actually listened to it. Um, If they promoted him to lead, yeah. I'm taking it. Sure, do it. (laughs) Are there any more dream roles that have been added to the list? Last time I said my dream role was either character from the musical we're about to discuss. Yes. Um, I'm going to say the boyfriend from A New Brain. Um, I'm going to say the baker in Into the Woods. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say the character's name that I can't remember that Nathan Lane plays in A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. Pseudolus. 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 Yeah. 
Yeah. Two very confident, one very unconfident answer there. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping it easy going. Easy going. Keeping it easy going. Uh, has your favorite Sondheim show changed in the last few months? Um, it's always, uh, always just have like a few juggling at the top. And last time I said Forum, well, I said Into the Woods, but Forum, I really love. I also really love A Little Night Music. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's another underrated one, but yeah, more or less the same. That's fine. Um, <laughs> what are you singing in the shower these days? Um, I don't re- I'm not a big shower singer. Um, I'm normally a, a dialogue creator. Like I'll uh, do scripts in the shower. Um, That's not I weird that. at all yeah. for your neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Their kitchen window does overlook our bathroom window, which is right into the shower. So occasionally they, they could look out and see me be like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> In the shower by myself. I'm more yeah, concerned about the, the fact. Car, so. I'm more concerned I, about the fact that the uh, podcast that you write for is often like horror stories and and people being murdered and things. And yep. I just imagine you doing that in your shower for your neighbours. Yeah, that's a little, yep, yeah. That's exactly what I do. Cool. <laughs> I mean, literally Amazing. all my neighbours would hear as I'm getting ready in the morning is murder podcasts or yeah. murder <laughs> YouTube videos over and over and over and over and over. So or just murder. Fine. Just murder. <laughs> murder. Murder. <laughs> Everyone's fine with it because nobody's had the cops called on them. So just keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) And if I'm ever accused, oh boy. I actually have had the cops called on me. Um, It was a backyard rehearsal situation. And when they turned up, we were in the middle of rehearsal with balloon swords and some very confused police officers going, "Um, (laughs) what's happening? As we're belting out, um, what were we doing at the time, Karen? Was it Be a Man from Mulan? Yeah. With balloon swords. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. That's like, Good I times. think that goes like top musical theatre kid story ever. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll keep it down, officer. We shall deflate the weapons. <laughs> and we will no longer sing show tunes. Yeah. yeah. But no promises. Good um, times. All right. You get another chance to um, just like disappear. I'm not going to say delete a musical. Mm-hmm. Some people mm-hmm. have had problems with the word delete. So a musical just disappears. One of your choosing. Uh, um, last time I said Mamma Mia, this yes. time I'll say Mamma Mia 2. <laughs> yes! I love I it. I have yet to watch, so I'll take yet your word to. for it. Never to watch. <laughs> Never to watch. It no longer exists. I'm going to go into Netflix later and it's just going to have gone. Uh, if you now. could do that, that would be... <laughs> Well, now that we have re-gotten to know you, Kieran, let's mm-hmm. have a chat about Gutenberg the Musical. Darn Tutenberg. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. question mm. i have to ask you karen is why gutenberg what is it about this why show n- that you love about it uh, why not gutenberg everyone should love gutenberg it is the most delightful show uh i just love it uh why do i love it um it's incredibly funny it's incredibly mm. heartfelt um and for me i don't think i've ever felt so represented in a musical before <laughs> 
<laughs> Amazing. In the character right. of Gutenberg or? No, uh, in the characters of uh, Bud and Doug. All right. Yeah. Guys, I have great news. What? I loved Gutenberg. Oh yes. my, this doesn't happen very often, like, guys. I'm slightly obsessed now. Yes. <laughs> You're obsessed. Like I've listened to it three times in the last two days. Woo! Did you watch it? I haven't watched it yet. You should watch I it. it. I think I'm saving it. it. Yeah. I, I really want to see it live though as well. I know I could probably watch it and still love it, but I want to mm. see it live. Mm. So <laughs> I have not seen it live. I'm desperate to. I we'll have. try and make that happen, guys. Yes. <laughs> Miranda has. Did you see it when you were in New York, Miranda? No, I did not see it when I was in New York, um, but I did see it in Brisbane. Oh, yes. very nice. Yes. Um, underground or underground? The animators. A ground did it. <laughs> One of the grounds did it. Good to know. <laughs> no, they did it at the undercarriage way place. I'm looking at Zane and he's hey. not helping me. Okay. No. We'll, yeah. we'll figure, we'll figure out what production quickly. you're talking about. Um, while Kieran uh, gives us a two-minute breakdown of the plot for those of us who haven't possibly <laughs> seen it. You ready, okay. Kieran? Okay, I think so. On your mark. Oh, does anyone have a timer? Have a timer. <laughs> okay. On your mark. Get set. Go. Gutenberg, the musical, tells the story of Bud Davenport and Doug Simon telling the story of Johannes Gutenberg, inventor of the printing press. In the show within a show, Bud has written the music, Doug has written the book, and the lyrics, they wrote those together. The prayer bring a lot of enthusiasm to their musical retelling of Gutenberg's life, if only they brought self-awareness or respect for the genre of historical fiction, or as they call it, fiction that's true. We, the audience, join Bud and Doug at a backer's audition as they seek out producers for Gutenberg, the musical. And what better way to get producers on board than for the duo to act out an entire full cast musical. Characters include a devil-worshipping monk with magical powers seeking to destroy the printing press, an illiterate heroine with beautiful breasts seeking Gutenberg's love, and an anti-Semitic flower girl who, well, if only she was seeking flowers. Bud and Doug bring these in a vast swath of miscellaneous 15th century German villages to life, courtesy of little more than a series of trucker hats. As we stumble through Gutenberg, the musical, <laughs> Bud and Doug teach us the inner workings of musical theatre, as well as the inner workings of themselves, who they are, what they want, and why they've written this terrible, terrible show. Gutenberg invents the printing press, the evil monk tricks the dumb heroine into destroying it, and for some reason, the entire village rise up to murder Gutenberg in revenge for something. It's a bit of a downer, but don't worry, Bud and Doug have themselves into their own finale to tack on an uplifting ending. Will they find a Broadway producer for Gutenberg, the musical? You'll have to listen to Gutenberg, the musical. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> How much time's left? 26 seconds left. Oh, look at you go. <laughs> wow. So good. Well done. Very well done indeed. I think you covered everything. And going, and managed to pronounce both exclamation marks in the title, which I'm very proud of. It was so good. I love this. I love a good exclamation mark in a title. We figured that out already. So um, also, Miranda, I think it was the Theatre Makers production in Anywhere Theatre Festival that you might have seen. Yes, and they did it at Underground. Oh, in the cave. No. In like the, the cavey thing. In, no, in the in, valley. At UQ. In the valley. In the, oh. Oh, yes, yes. I yes. The venue doesn't the, exist the, anymore. Yeah. I yeah. Okay. It's sure. a sad story. Uh, I'm sorry <laughs> I brought it up. <laughs> anyway, back yeah. to Gutenberg. Anyway, um, um so I, can I just how, sorry mention yes, two characters no, that I think are very important to the story that Kieran did gloss over. Oh no. Sure. The drunks who are my favorite characters in the show. <laughs> 
They just keep turning up, being drunk and saying, I can't read. And they're the best thing that's read. ever happened to musical theatre. I'm they finished are with funny. my rant. Thank you. A rant over. Um, so this show started at the Upright Citizens Brigade, um, mm-hmm. which for those of you who don't know, uh, one of the founding members was Amy Poehler. Um, and it was in New York. It ran for a year with Scott Brown and Anthony King. They had developed it. And then it went to the New York Musical Theatre Festival for two years in a row. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I didn't know was a thing that could happen. I thought you were kind of like one and done kind of deal, but no, no. I think it's because the 2005 was a 45 minute show and then the 2006, mm-hmm. I think, was the full 90 minute, I nice. think. Well, it did well then because then it tra- it went off Broadway and then transferred to Broadway with some pretty big deals involved. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Alex Timbers directed it and he his credits include Moulin Rouge, Beetlejuice, um, Rocky, Peter and the Star catcher bloody bloody andrew jackson he also directed the netflix specials for john mulaney and ben platt and then co-created mozart in the jungle like he's a big deal <laughs> in terms of directing of all of those things yes yes Gutenberg he also had would christopher have been before most of that though right pardon gutenberg would have been before most of that before a lot of that hmm. yeah um Launched and then chris career. fitzgerald um, who was the OG Igor or Igor in Young Frankenstein and was one of the first box in Wicked and Ogie and Waitress when it transferred to Broadway was in it. Um, and Jeremy, I'm going to say this wrong, Jeremy, so is Jez, um, Shamos, um, <laughs> who has been in Birdman and Better Call Saul and Nurse Jackie and The Big Sick and Bad Education. Like, these are some big name people mm-hmm. for a show that had very humble beginnings. And you know why? Because it's rad. <laughs> because yeah. it's very good. Um... <laughs> What can you? I they're, they're the biggest fun facts I found about the show when googling. It's just how like the whole show is a fun fact. Like <laughs> there isn't anything specifically um, not fun or factual. Not about fun it. <laughs> about it, that you could talk about. It's just I was shocked to see how quickly it kind of moved. So from 2005 straight to Broadway by 2007, that that's pretty yeah. amazing for a 90 minute show, one act, no intermission. It's um, at that time pretty fantastic um part of that i would put down to one of the original creators which one is it um uh anthony king i believe it is one of them either anthony king or scott brown was actually creative director for ucb for a while and ucb is a big deal for american comedy it's huge so i think so you've got like a big deal as part of a big deal making a new show i think a lot of people sort of got to see it pretty quickly Mm -hmm. Uh, and it is just it is just a delight um i also in researching and i was shocked to discover negative reviews of it however always there are there's always <laughs> like, someone Holy but i wasn't <laughs> sure when i read the reviews i was like I, wait do you not get it or do i not get this review well a do you of... have any on hand julie that you could give us an example of i do i have one from theatermania.com yes this is written oh, by wait. david you, you just you can't just gloss over the most important part of your own segment it's bad reviews with, with julie, julie. <laughs> Including a bad song. <laughs> it doesn't, you need to convey how we're going to feel. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is from theatermania.com. David Finkel uh, saw New York City, uh, sorry, sorry, saw it in New York City December 3rd, 2006. Boy. Um, and this is one that I was like, what, what, what? I don't know if you don't get it, maybe. He also saw it the day it opened on Off Broadway, so he hasn't really given it much oh, of a chance. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot to be learned at Gutenberg the musical but those lessons have nothing to do with the German inventor who refined 
the popularized the and popularized the printing press. What you can discover from this two-act 90-minute tuner, especially if you're thinking of writing one yourself, is a series of theatre don'ts. Don't think that just because you're being tasteless, you're being funny. Don't think that just that taking an unpromising subject for a musical and then putting the musical in the title is anything less than thoroughly depleted showbiz gag. Do think it's an immediate tip-off that the writers are present at the writers present are totally devoid of inspiration don't think that self-referential musicals are the least bit original as 2007 dawns and for pete's sake don't include an elton john joke in your exposition after the drowsy chaperone has laid that illusion so hilariously to rest it goes on and on and on and on and on just a list of don'ts is that there is a massive list of don'ts i would say half of it is a list of don'ts more than half don't write a review that isn't a review and just a list of don'ts maybe yeah he hated it i'm like buddy i don't think you get it (laughs) not not alone not alone um i like i i assumed i would find a whole bunch of like enamored reviews not the case So I don't know. I think there are plenty of people out there, especially probably in the elite theatre world of reviewing, that don't enjoy silly humour. And that's what this is. It's it's parody-like. Um, it yeah. is if you a sort of parody of um, a lot of other musicals, and certainly nothing like a true story of Gutenberg. But you, no one's going to this thinking oh, it's history on stage, you know. And it is quite silly humor. That's why I love it. Scott Brown, one of the writers, was actually he was for years he was a professional theater critic. So part of me thinks that it's him like flipping the bird to theater critics to make this show is just it is it is anti-pretension um yeah i think that maybe might be why i like it so much <laughs> <laughs> it's like edgy rent you know oh yes that's Absolutely. what that's their byline yeah <laughs> like, anti-rent anti-rent all their it's like the publicity. least pretentious thing ever <laughs> It's very, very good. Um, and the song, the music in it is all basically parody of musical theatre songs that we know and love. And it has all of the perfect... I love I Can't Read or Words, Words, Words. They're like two of my favourite songs in this soundtrack. Um, they're beautiful. They're beautiful. There's like the fun, <laughs> like, I don't know, heroin ballad that is not what you expect it to be. There's the like... <laughs> mashup of all of the things we've heard before from all the other groups that have come in very act one finale of Les Mis but not as uh, dramatic um I really enjoy the Beauty and the Beast opening uh setting up the the village the Beauty and the Beast-esque opening um I'm a big fan of that and of course my favorite song Biscuits Biscuits yeah the charm song They do um, teach you quite a bit about formula of musical theatre in this. Mm -hmm. Um, And 90% of my lessons are either about that or about beef fat trimmers. So... Um, uh, in, in in doing this, because I did a, a, like a very tiny amount of research on the actual person Gutenberg, because I kind of assumed that Schlimmer might have been a real place that he really grew up in, and that's why they created the character of Beef Fat Trimmer because they wanted something to rhyme with Schlimmer. <laughs> there is literally nothing other than like printing press German and the name Gutenberg. There is literally nothing historically accurate in this. You show. mean he didn't yeah. really have a, a a blonde woman who worked for what did what did they describe her as a 
a wench um, named wench. Helvetica. A, be- a beautiful German wench with beautiful breasts. <laughs> named yeah. Helvetica. Helvetica. Which I do appreciate it being a font and he creating a printing and press. Lost my goddamn mind. I was driving home from work and I was like, what? <laughs> It's all very clever. Now, do we have anything else we need to talk about in terms of this musical before we move on to all of the lessons that it taught us? Um, I just that like it is very highly produced. Like it's gone all over the world. It's been mm-hmm. translated into French. It's been translated into Korean. I this show gets <laughs> staged. People across the world. Well, yeah, it's well, an easy it's a one to put on. with a piano and very little props, very little costumes, <laughs> <laughs> and it's hilarious. Yeah. So it's very, it's very clever. Very but clever. But deli- like stupidly clever. Yes. Too Perfect clever stupid. for some apparently. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Play that music, Zane. Well, Gutenberg, the musical, could have taught us many a thing. What are some of those things that has taught us? Uh, number one, make things with your friends. Yes. Yeah. Well, ain't that just the cutest point. lesson ever? <laughs> That's my lesson from fellowship as well, because um the two Scott Brown and Anthony King were have friends for years before they made this. Yeah, I think you can kind of tell. Yeah, in the writing, yeah. the way the writing overlaps and and stuff, it the dynamic that the two characters have playing all the other characters. Yeah. um with each other is is very um easy to connect with as an audience member. Yeah, I think they wrote that pair really well because they wrote them presumably very much as um themselves in some way yeah that's good off the back of that and it's a lesson that probably title of show has also taught us is just write the thing just go and write the thing and do it Mm. you know like even if you think it's hilarious and other people don't obviously a lot of people didn't think this was hilarious but they're wrong um (laughs) just write it put it out there see what happens um which yeah i very much enjoyed i learned um that you really don't have to be that serious about your musical for it to be great (laughs) And in fact, not being too serious kind of helps sometimes, especially when writing, I don't know, a comedy, maybe? Maybe we don't have to think about it that hard. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) Um, There are a lot of things that they point out very specifically in the script. Um, For instance, about the charm song. They say, this is what we call a charm Mm -hmm. song. Um, (laughs) I just love the way that um, they, the characters really enjoy teaching you. And um, I, I think there's something about the joy with which they share their art that we can all learn a little something from. That sort of confidence to just go, you know what, this is great and I'm going to take it out there and you're going to love it. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be great, yeah. The, the line at the top of Act 2, um, now I know what you're thinking, this is the best show I've ever seen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, you know what, I am thinking, man. <laughs> One of my lessons was that blind optimism is its own talent. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a good lesson. Um, I also learned that if people can't read, some very dire things can happen. Like um, in the very opening where we meet yeah. a man who accidentally gave his baby jelly beans instead of medicine <laughs> and his baby died. And, you know, that's important. <laughs> Jelly beans. It is important. I like the historical inaccuracies as well. 
so fine. It's just, so fine. It's just a song to set up the scene too. Oh, it's not yeah. there for any other importance. They make that very clear. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a good callback but, um, joke later. It's fine. Yeah. That's all you need it for. And the dead baby's fine. It appears in the finale. <laughs> and luckily it's just a trucker cap. Um, and it's not the only dead baby. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think there is a lesson in um, uh, it's like extreme minimalism, but to the other extreme than what we usually get. It's like not a lot, but there are many hats on that stage. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So even though there isn't much in terms of set and costume, there are like 30 different trucker caps that you do need to purchase and write the names of every character on, which um, works really well. And the stacking of hats too, of just that the very subtle, comedic <laughs> device which you're just like ah you probably came out of laziness when you're rehearsing but at the same time this is hilarious really does help us one of the reviews i read that was really really critical but one of its compliments was that um i think it was uh chris fitzgerald uh is very good at arranging hats <laughs> <laughs> well that's a very specific skill that you wouldn't need in a lot of other shows um no it's true because what if you got them in the wrong order <laughs> or disaster you yeah, just have disaster. to go with it that was Make one of the things that I thought about too. I was like, imagine just the hat choreography that went into this. Yeah. There's some and, and there's some numbers, exactly the, the big group numbers, where both of them are playing multiple characters on and off. So, you know, yeah. keeping track of those hats must be insane yeah. work. Well, I'm also pretty sure that there's sequences where someone's playing a character, they then take off that hat, hand it to someone, and the other person then plays that character straight after them. Mm-hmm. Like, swapping, yeah. switching. I did question that when I was listening to it. Like, wait, have we got the same guy playing the same? No, yeah, we're well, swapping. Everyone yeah, gets a crack at split down the middle. <laughs> split down. Mm. <laughs> Julie. <laughs> um, I also learned that you can do a kick line without any people in it. Yes. Um, I got yeah. Which for some shows might help a lot. Um, if they need more people in that kick line, um, just throw a string on with their character names on it and see what happens. You're right, Julie. I've lost her. She's Julie's gone. gone. <laughs> She's one T down, and I'm <laughs> It's a shame we all missed it. Any other lessons we've learned from a musical? All of Germany apparently is covered in dirty thatch. Thatch. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I put that theatre kids are the same world over. Yeah. This is very true. This is very true. Um, there is a version of the show on YouTube um, from the University of Michigan, I think it was, when they put the production on a couple of years ago. Um, and that's it. It's just an audience full of theatre kids, acting students, musical theatre students, just cacking themselves the whole time because they relate <laughs> to almost everything in the show. <laughs> It's very good. It is. Uh, any other lesson? Oh, I have one more. I have one more. Mm-hmm. You can still have a happy ending even if you kill off your protagonist. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. I think it's a device guys, that more shows thought. should use. <laughs> you had it here first, guys. <laughs> put them into put it into your shows from now on. Oh dear. <laughs> Let's move on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. jinx it by saying this might be the easiest dream cast we've ever had to cast with only two characters Ooh. but there are many a people who could play these roles so who would we like to see as bud and doug slash i mean you, everybody else in the music you can't ignore the obvious um i think james corden would be great in this <laughs> Zane's now left <laughs> the Didn't he do this last recording? He's out. We've lost him. My producer Zane. <laughs> <I'm> oh, <sorry>. no. <laughs> I think he is actually out. He's gone. Yeah. Um, but seriously, who would we put in this show? Weirdly um, enough, I... Oh, mm, you go. I, I struggled because I just want to be in this show. <laughs> Yes, Kieran and Kieran uh, playing against himself. Yes. Kieran playing Bud and Doug and everybody in the musical. Yeah. <laughs> See how that goes. Um, I didn't cast Zac Efron in this show. So <gasps> neither did I. Oh, I know. Shit. Sorry, Zach. I just, I just want to see. And these are interchangeable. I don't mind who's who. But I put Neil Patrick Harris as Bud and Jason Segel as Doug. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I yeah. put Andrew Reynolds on my list. Uh, yeah, Andrew Reynolds would be great. I had oh, Jonathan young... Groff and Andrew Reynolds. Mm. Nice. Mm. Um, a young I, Robin Williams. Can yes. I throw out a and a not dead one? Well, that's helpful. Yes. Um, I was about to make a joke in very bad taste. Um, I'm glad I didn't. Uh, Nathan Fillion <laughs> and Alan Tudyk. <laughs> Great, amazing. You could put how many, like how many actors who are often paired together can you put into these roles? Other than I Nathan put, Wayne and Matthew Broderick, let's. I put David it. Tennant and Michael Sheen. Amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amazing. David Tennant and John Barrowman. Also great. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. Oh. <laughs> Let's just put them all in there. Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. yes. They Those make great drugs. Me and KB. Yeah. <laughs> How um how do you think it would affect the show if at all having um mixed cast a male and a female or two females doing the roles because some of the jokes are quite specifically about these guys playing female roles um and and then the the their relationship as the writers is what somewhat just dependent extra, on them. extra layer of meta where women playing men playing women. It's very Victor Victoria. <laughs> but very also Shakespearean. Like, the same jokes can be made about women playing men. So it's just the kind That's of like true. verse of that. And I do admit that I watched it being like, if I was in this show, how would I change the dialogue? So it's all covered. We've, we're oh, fine. you've sorted we it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that scene would be, okay, I could do that and just say this instead. So... <laughs> <laughs> We're prepared in case it ever comes up. Okay. Well, as long as you're prepared, that's all I was checking. Yeah. There have been, there's definitely been at least a mixed production because I, I saw reviews for it. They weren't kind, but I saw reviews <laughs> for it. I don't know if there, are there any nice reviews out there? That's the question I didn't well, ask also, before. Who, who gives a scathing review to a community theatre production of a show? That's what this was. I was like, that is, that is not right. Uh, I've had seen some. Do. Mm. <laughs> Like critical, not scathing. 
some people maybe they're just people who who really want to do it themselves and so <laughs> they just need it you know, i'm gonna leave it there um any other dream cast no. i'm good no, no what about ian mckellen and um patrick stewart, stewart. patrick stewart <laughs> I do want to see Ian McKellen look in the camera and go, and I'm 34. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Oh, my God. Yeah, but it's like set in a, a nursing home where maybe there's... Geriatric Gangbomb! Can we send we this to them to and seriously say, guys, just do this? Yeah, uh, so we can about. tweak them for us. <laughs> They're not busy. They're not doing anything. Zane's tweeting not in lockdown, it as they're not. They're, they're reading sonnets every day in lockdown. So if you want, um, that's been done. Isn't he out of sonnets? Didn't he run out? He's finished. Probably. So this is what he has to do next. Get on it. Okay, Karen, you're we in will, London. Fix we will this. Pass it on. All right, Karen, I'll, go I'll, knock on their doors. Throw stones at his windows. Yes, do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's move on to top five, guys. put this on top five historical fiction musicals and realize that's <laughs> probably the only one. Um, so, <laughs> oh, I don't know. It doesn't let Miz go on that yeah. list. Historical fiction? Probably. Yeah. Does Hamilton go on that list? Probably. Uh, what about top five exclamation mark in the title? Yes. Musicals. Yeah. Yeah. It is and a top five we have mentioned before. I would say. And this is a very good one. It's number one with a double exclamation mark. I mean, Snoopy mm-hmm. has three exclamation marks. Yeah. Yes, but it doesn't but belong is it better on the list. Than <laughs> I don't know. Is it? <laughs> It is. Like Gutenberg's pretty great. Um, top five play within a play musical. Oh yeah, yeah. I made a list. There's so many. There's a lot. Like, yeah, I um, it's my list. Top five use like, of Kiss hats. Kiss Me Kate, producers, Summer Stock, White Christmas, Forty Second Street, Curtains, title of show. Miranda probably has got Kiss Me Kate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't make the top five. I'm just gonna I mean, it's, it's away one here of my, to myself. It's one of my top five musicals. So in whatever list it's on, it's gonna be in my top five. Personal top five. In my top five, Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals <laughs> good but <laughs> we just put it in every list ever that we've yep. ever done that'll be a bonus episode guys us putting <laughs> the musical into every top five list we've yep. ever mentioned on the show um julie mentioned top five other... hat um yes, can we fill out that list um, what is kick line so top... fill out the list of uh top five views of hats yes uh sunday in the park with george oh yes great uh, Hello producers, produ- Hello producers, the producers, producers. Oh, my fair lady. My fair my oh. lady has great hats. Great hats. Yeah, excuse me, I can fill out a list. Hats. <laughs> so many hats. The musical. No cats. Do the, the cats are they wearing hats? No. Or are there, are, it's not is, a Doctor Seuss show. No, I want to write the parody version of Cats called Hats the Musical. <laughs> so. Wait for that guy. <laughs> um, producer, Zane, for that. producer Zane says Hats, the musical, already exists. Of course it does. Oh. We'll have to but look that up. As... Um, so next Maybe week on the show, we'll be covering Hats, the musical. <laughs> Maybe Karen can bring us that one next. Um, <laughs> guys, what I else? did put top five two-hander musicals, but I don't know if there are There aren't too many. have two people in them. Well, then it'll be in the top five, five won't Other it? Other than like Daddy Longleg, last five years. Ooh. Gutenberg. Three. Yeah. There's, th- there's three. There's three. <laughs> 
maybe there's others guys audience listening i'm sure you know more than we do so please tell us how many other two-handed musicals there are out there um top fives any other top five um, top five inspirational um, musicals nice <laughs> top five um most expensive sets <laughs> <laughs> like um, if you get a really good sure. table to put the hats you on. You could. Sometimes cardboard boxes are really expensive too. So if you're using many of those, then... Um, obviously yeah. that was a sarcastic choice and um, it's actually top five simplest sets. <laughs> Cheap yeah. shows to put on. Low budget. Yeah. yeah. Top five. Yeah. And in I this actually... state of theatre that we're currently in, probably a good one to produce, guys. Oh, you could totally produce this virtually and it wouldn't affect it at all. You could do I a mean, version. We can try. We could do a Zoom version. Top. Kieran, you finally get to do it. Oh, you can play both the <laughs> <Yes>. roles. <laughs> Just pre-record one of them. Could you imagine? <sighs> and then like green and then I, screen and then I into can his. Like... Give myself the oaken beard to play the other one. Yes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's all sorted, guys. Um, keep track of our socials to find out where you can get tickets. <laughs> um, you know where to put our Patreon five. funds now. For me, uh, in the top five villains for Monk, I... <laughs> <laughs> really rate him as a villain. I think he's, he's incredible. Very good. He's kind of on par with um the Toxic Avenger villain for me. Like the, <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> the style of their songs, the character. It's all very similar. So I do I do enjoy just self aware evil, just yes. being evil, having a great time with the inexplicable magic powers. <laughs> I doesn't he literally right. say I'm evil? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or then top five stupid for stupid's sake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aren't they all Andrew Fair. Lloyd Webber musicals? Oh, okay. No, no, stupid for stupid's sake. That's stupid for money's sake. Oh, right. Different beggars, definitely. Uh, <laughs> any other top five, guys? No, no, no. Top five duets, as in every song ever in the show. <laughs> And that's the one we'll finish on. Re- Guys. Miranda should list some duets, Miranda. <laughs> no. no, don't do that. <laughs> and welcome to our 500-hour episode of Everything I Know. Good. Well, we are at the end of our episode on Gutenberg, the musical. <laughs> Guys, it's a it's a funny world. And yes, Kieran is in London, but there are things that you can listen to that he is a part of, that he writes, oh, produces, stars in. Yeah, edits. Edits. Yeah. All, he's the everything. He does play every role. And it is oh, called... The Penny Peep Show. And it is a... Podcast. Yeah, good one. <laughs> I'm glad. Is this a trick question? Look at this back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we find it? Um, wherever good podcasts are stocked. Um, it should be on every app. Um, it, yeah, just look up Penny Peep Show. Uh, pick something that has episode one next to it because they're all little series. Uh, and just go for it and let us know what you think. Very um, nice. We're about to start one. A new series will start in a fortnight written by a different writer. I am not the <gasps> only writer. Yeah. yeah. What? Hey. Is that even allowed? Scandalous. It is. It's right. Check it out. <laughs> Guys, you get all of the top information here on Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, but definitely go and check out, check, check out, check out Kieran's podcast. Um, and that's 
that's it from us for another week guys thank you so much for joining us julie thank you for being here you know what not a problem we found a musical that you enjoy i know i'm so excited the gin and tonic was warranted so well done good job miranda (laughs) yes thank you for being here oh it was absolutely my pleasure and it was lovely to see curran again It is. Oh, yeah. It's very nice to see you, Kieran. It's always a delight to be here and see all of you. Yay! Aww. Thank you so much for joining us with the time difference in London. We've popped you up. We've gotten you up early. No, it's beautiful. Talking had about breakfast. musical. It's lovely. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I'm sure we'll see you again soon because this is a place of guesting on musicals. You know. What show will you Happy bring to us come back. next? Hats. Happy to come back April 1st and talk about cats. <laughs> no. We've already done it. It's too late. <laughs> Was that hats? I heard hats. Hats. Um, Hats. 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 Guys, you wait for that very special (laughs) April Fool's Day episode here on Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. That's it from me. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hello and welcome to an advertisement for the Penny Peep Show. What is the Penny Peep Show? Well, in our podcast factory, our podcast scientists have been working hard on a range of light-hearted radio play anthology series that everyone can enjoy. Criminy Cricket, spokesperson. Is there a light-hearted radio play anthology series for me? No, every series is marked explicit. But why not tell your parents, nameless child? They'll find the Penny Peep Show wherever good podcasts are stocked. The Penny Peep Show. It's like dissolving your ears in a cocaine-laden off-brand soda. Is that a good Shut it, nameless child.